Lekutah Sichah is Chelek Yud Zayin Vayikra Gimel Bikitzer. The Pasuk tells us about the Oila Sa'if and carbon Oila that is being brought with a bird, that after the head is severed, the blood is squeezed out or pressed out onto the wall of the Mizbeach. <coughs> Rashi quotes the words Vinimtsa Domoi and explains Lashin Mitz Apayim, that the word Vinimtsa comes from the word Mitz Apayim, which is a Pasuk in Mishle, which means that when you press out, when you push out anger, it creates conflict or strife. Then Rashi brings a second pasuk, that the, the time of plenty, but mates literally meaning milk, because it is squeezed out from the animal, that time has come to an end. So the word meets apayim and the word mates teach us what the word vinimtza means to squeeze out. And then Rashi continues that the kayin presses the neck of the bird against the wall of the mezbeach and the blood drains out and runs down the wall of the Mizbeach. Seemingly, Rashi is coming to translate the word Venimtza. It's not a common word. Rashi is telling us that it's compared to the word Mitzapayim, the pressed out anger, or Ephesamates, the pressed out milk. However, if that is the deal, if Rashi is only coming to translate the word Venimtza, this brings us six questions. And very, very briefly, number one, why does Rashi mix the translation of the word Vinimtza and the explanation of how it is done in the same Dibar HaMaschel. What's the connection between the two? Number two, why does Rashi need two Psukim? Number three, why does Rashi choose these Psukim specifically? Number four, in Mishlei, Rashi brings a support Pasik from Shoftim where it says Vayametz Tal that Gidon squeezed out the dew from a piece of wool. So, if in Mishlei, Rashi is referring to Shoftim, Vayametz Tal, why here does Rashi not go straight to the Pasuk in Shoftim and use that Pasuk as a proof? Number five, why does Rashi bring the Pasuk from Mishlei before the Pasuk from Yeshaya? And number six, in the Pasuk that Rashi does bring, Mitz Apayim, it actually mentions mitz three times, twice before this one. It says mitzchal of yoytzichama, that if you squeeze out milk, it will produce butter. Mitzaf yoytzidam, that if you squeeze out or what comes out from the nose is blood. So there's twice the word mitz being used previously. And Rashi does not refer to them. Rashi goes to the third mitz, mitz apayim. So these are the six questions. In other words, we're trying to understand why Rashi uses these psukim specifically and how they connect to the second half of Rashi, Koivish Beisashchita, that you have to press the neck to, for the blood to be uh, extracted. So to understand this Rashi, we have to begin with what is bothering Rashi. What is bothering Rashi is that the Nimitza is said in a passive tense, which means that it is happening by itself. The blood is being drained on its own. This raises a question because when it comes to the Eulah of the animal, there's three avoidas, three tasks. Shechting, slaughtering, uh, uh, sprinkling the blood, and offering it on the Mizbeach. By the bird, you have Malika, which is another form of severing the head, which is similar to Shechita. You have bringing it on the Mizbeach, but you don't have an actual avoider of sprinkling the blood if it's happening by itself. And therefore, Rashi says that a specific act is being done here, the act of pressing the bird against the wall of the Mizbeach, which resembles the act of sprinkling. So Rashi is not just translating the word Vinimtza, that it means to press. Rashi is also explaining that it was an avoider. It was one of the tasks that were necessary in the process, which was the task of pressing 
the neck, the bird against the wall. And this explains why Rashi brings specifically these two psukim as a raya. When it comes to mitzchalav, when you make a, a butter from milk or blood that comes from the nose, there's no act of pressing. Either you bang the nose or you, 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 you churn the milk or sometimes it happens by itself. The, the butter rises to the top or the blood runs from the nose, but no act of pressing is being done. And therefore Rashi brings specifically the Pasuk Mitzapayim, which is about pressing out the anger from the person because it is an act of pressing. However, Rashi does not suffice with that Pasuk because in the case of mitzapayim, in the case of anger, it's only an emotional thing. It's through words. It's not through a tangible action. Therefore, Rashi brings the Pasuk Ki Efes which is referring to milk, which is ac- actively pressed from the animal. So therefore, you have a, 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 a tangible act as well. Rashi does not rely on the second raya because mates is not the act of squeezing. Mates is the result of the act of squeezing. The milk that comes because the, the teat of the animal was squeezed and the milk was produced. And therefore, Rashi's first pasik is mitzapayim, which is the which is the pressing, the verb of pressing. But he also supports that with kfsa mates, which is referring to uh, a, a, a tangible action. The reason why Rashi does not use the Pasuk from Shaftim by Yamat's Tal, that he squeezed out the dew from the piece of wool, because before that, the Pasuk says, Vayazar es hagiza, which means that he wrung out the wool, Vayamat's Tal, and he squeezed out the dew, and it filled up a bucket of water. Since over there, the word Vayamitz can't mean the act of pressing because Vayazar means the act of pressing. Over there, Vayamitz means the outcome, the result that water is drained out from the piece of wool. And therefore, that Pasuk does not apply here where Rashi wants to emphasize the act of pressing. Why is it so important for Rashi to tell us that the act of pressing and not just tell us that there was an act done. If Rashi's purpose is to tell us that there was a task, there was an avoida that resembles hazah, why does Rashi have to go into what it was? And the answer to that is, is because in other types of, of drawing something from something, for example, when the blood uh, drains from the nose and because it was hit, the nose was hit, what happens is that it, it takes one hit and the, then the blood continues to, to run uh, or flow from the nose. But by Hazah, by the sprinkling of the blood, there was a continuous act by the Kayan. And therefore Rashi specifies that it had to be done through pressing, because pressing is also something that is done continuously. As long as you press, the milk comes out of the animal, or the, or the blood comes out of the bird and runs down the Mizbeach. And therefore Rashi specifies Kaivesh, an act of pressing, because it is a continuous act, and therefore the most similar to Hazah, to the sprinkling of the blood and the Mizbeach that was done by the Eilas Behema. Now we go to Yenus Shaltera. The Ramban says that when a person sees a carbon being done, he has to imagine as if it was being done to him. And bringing the chaylev and the dam, the fat and the blood on the Mizbeach, is similar to a person sacrificing and giving up his enjoyment and his passion in worldly matters. And therefore Rashi speaks about v'nimtza damay, that it means to press out the blood. This is an act of iskafia and bitul, of surrender, where the person gives away his blood, his passion, presses out his passion to worldly matters and gives it to Hashem. 
This is why Rashi speaks about this here by the very first carbon that is brought in Parshas Vayikra. And not only that, but in the Pasik Mitzah Payim, it's actually going to explain to us what is the idea of sin and how to get rid of sin. Because Chazal tell us that anybody who engages in anger, it's as if he worships of a desire, as if he worshipped an idol. So the Altareb explains that if a person has a Muna, then he knows that everything comes from Hashem, then he doesn't get angry. If he gets angry, it's because he's lacking a Muna, which means he, 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 there's a separation between him and Hashem. That's what it means, which is the general concept of sin. Every time there is an Aveda, it, it, it creates a separation between him, between a person and Hashem. So, so the deeper meaning is mitzah paim yetziriv through doing an aveda, which is compared to anger because you're separating from Hashem. It creates a fight, a strife, a conflict with Hashem. By anger, it is more emphasized, but really it is a metaphor for any other sin. So what happens when a person does tshuva and brings a carbon, then mitzah paim yetziriv, then he suppresses his anger, or in another sense, he channels this anger to the Yetzir Hara, and then Yetziriv, then he creates a, a, a fight with the Yetzir Hara. So there's two types of Apayim, it's Lashon Rabim. When a person is angry at Hashem, or separates himself from Hashem, then he gets into a fight with Hashem. When a person gets angry at the Yetzir Hara, and separates himself from the Yetzir Hara, then he gets into a fight with the Yetzir Hara. Now, why in the first place is there even a, a concept of sin to begin with? So this is explained in the second Pasuki, Ephesamates, which refers to milk. Milk, there's a svara in the Gemara, a thought in the Gemara that it should be not kosher, either because it's similar to blood or because it's Ever Menachai. The Torah gives a chiddush that blood is mutter, that, that, sorry, that milk is mutter. As a matter of fact, it praises Eretz Yisrael that it's a land flowing with milk and honey. So this is, spiritually speaking, this is the idea of transformation. To take something that inherently is problematic and to turn it into something that is mutter. Not just mutter, but something that, that, that the Abishter uses to praise Eretz Yisrael about. Which that's the whole purpose of why evil exists in this world, is for the purpose of transformation, which is the greatest, which is the idea of Ishabcha, which is the greatest nachas for Hashem, which draws down the presence of Hashem into this world.